I am excited to announce that my brand new online course, Intro to Yin Yoga, is now available. When I first started teaching and learning about yin yoga, I wanted a resource that would teach me exactly what I needed to know just to get me started without feeling like I needed a science degree. Now, this is exactly what I've created with this on-demand online course. You can move through it at your own pace with lifetime access. So the things that are included in this course are the history of yin yoga, an intro to fascia and bones. We'll go through the three principles of yin yoga. We will look at yin and yang theory, compression versus tension, yin and yang tissues. And I've added a bonus as well, which is talking about teaching yin and yang together. It's a question I get a lot. There are also four practical classes. So going through archetypal yin yoga poses, using props in yin, we have a kidneys masterclass and a five elements masterclass. So you get 10 lectures, audios with slides, two yin masterclasses, two practical classes, three hours of content and a 55 page downloadable PDF, lifetime access, which includes access to any future updates. It is self-paced online and on demand, and it is available now. Go to theyinmethod.com slash intro to yin yoga. And sign up now using the code UNTANGLED to get this course for just $97. Thank you so much. Let's jump into the show. Welcome to Yin Untangled. I'm Kat Mead. Welcome everyone to this latest episode of Yin Untangled. I'm your host, Kat Mead, owner of The Yin Method. This week... We are talking about what it means to hold space kind of generally, but more in the context of a yin yoga practice. So what does it actually mean to hold space? Why does it matter? How can we do this effectively first for ourselves and then for others? For me, holding space means that we're able to be a witness, essentially. We are able to create a safe container for ourselves or others to become their own witness. It's where we can feel through emotions, to feel them, to move through them, uh, sensations, and maybe sometimes memories that can be uncomfortable. Now, we can do this privately for ourselves in so many different ways. It doesn't necessarily have to be something we do on a yoga mat or in a meditation. We can hold space for ourselves by taking ourselves out of conflict. We can give ourselves time to process and think before we reply to an email or a customer inquiry or a colleague. We can schedule in time to be alone or time to have meetings, time for self-care activities, you know, exercising, cooking, creating, playing music, whatever it is that allows you to hold yourself in a safe container of your being. I don't think there's really a right or wrong way to hold space for yourself. The only wrong way, I might argue, is not doing it. So there's many factors that I think can come into play when it comes to having difficulty in holding space for ourselves because it can be really hard. You know, you think of people who have really busy lives with full-time jobs, you know, kids, after-school activities, 
um, whatever else it is, there's so many other different things. Holding space for yourself in this kind of context can be really hard when you've got so many other things going on and so many other people who need your time, who need your space, who need your attention. So there's so many different factors, as I said, that come into play when it comes to holding space for ourselves. And of course, as well, it might be trauma. It could be toxic masculinity, you know, being taught that we need to put on a brave face and soldier on to get through life with success. Fuck that, by the way. (laughs) Um, So, but when we don't give ourselves time and space to feel, to witness, or if we've never been taught that that's a necessary thing to do sometimes, we will look for distractions instead. We'll ignore the niggles and the subtleties of sensation and emotion in our body. And it's often not until those subtleties become some kind of intensity that we really do allow ourselves to go inward, to have a look around and feel so that we can start to heal whatever we need to heal or, you know, maybe just have a look around and feel because that's good for us to feel what's happening in the inner context of our body, of our being, of our energy system. Now, in the context of a yin yoga practice, we hold space for ourselves, as I said, by becoming a witness, by almost being with ourselves as if we were a small child and letting that small child or our emotions be seen, felt and validated. This can be in any yoga practice not just yin. So it doesn't have to be, it doesn't even have to be a yoga practice, to be honest. It might be exercising in general. Uh, When we exercise, when we move our body, it helps us to release stress and stuff from our tissues. So yin is a great way to do it. Yoga itself is a great way to do it. But any kind of exercise, anything that's kind of moving the body, changing your state of being is going to help you to release stuff. And so You can become a witness wherever you are, whatever you're doing, and hold space for yourself to feel and heal and let stuff go. And, you know, sometimes I, even when I'm teaching, I say, just let it go, just surrender. Actually, I don't say it so much anymore, I don't think. (laughs) If you're one of my students, tell me if I do say that. I don't think I do as much anymore. Um, Because it can take more than... A moment. It can take more than a yin yoga pose or one yin yoga practice to be able to surrender, to be able to let go. Uh, it can take a lifetime to be able to let go of stuff that we've been holding on to, to become aware of them even. So, you know, I don't say surrender and let stuff go lightly because I feel like just saying just let it go is an oversimplified way of talking to people and talking to people about holding space for themselves and witnessing themselves and allowing them to feel and heal. So to be able to hold space and witness for ourselves in a yin yoga practice, as I kind of just said, it takes practice. It takes feeling safe enough to relax, to surrender and watch what comes up and watch what wants to be dealt with and to move on from it. So yeah, it takes that practice. Now, if you're at home by yourself practicing yin, it can take a lot of discipline to be able to sit with discomfort in your body or your mind or your emotions instead of just getting up and walking away. But to do that, you need to feel safe. If you don't feel safe, I think it's unlikely 
that you'll be able to let yourself feel uncomfortable emotions specifically. And when I say feeling safe, I mean feeling safe in your own body with the uh, sensations and sometimes tremors and tears that it brings up for you. The thing is, it often takes moving through discomfort and letting your body and then your mind remember that you are strong enough, capable enough and safe enough in your own skin to feel strong emotions. That is how you learn to hold space for yourself by practicing and by understanding that no one can do it for you. People can help you, people can teach you, people can hold space for you while you do that. In a, you know, They can hold you in a safe container while you do that. But at the end of the day, you have to learn how to feel your body yourself and you have to feel safe to do that. Now, what does this mean for yoga teachers? If we need to hold space for ourselves first, then how do we then hold space for others? In the context, again, of teaching a yin yoga class, I think it's really all about letting people know that they are safe to let go. They are safe to cry, to sob, to laugh, to sigh, to twitch, to tremble, to be and to have the exact experience they need to have without judgment. And in saying that, whatever experience they need to have, it's not just about letting go and feeling all of the emotions. Sometimes the experience people need to have is the experience of holding on, of feeling all of that tension, feeling all of that resistance, and then maybe coming back and slowly feeling it uh, kind of dissipate, you know, feeling what the difference is first. Sometimes it really does just start with people becoming aware and you know, you can't get to that surrendering, letting go, being nice to yourself until you become aware of how you haven't been doing that first. And, you know, this is just my opinion, but, and my experience, this is what I believe and how I feel and how I have felt about these kinds of things in the past and now. So how do you let people know they're safe to do that if they need to learn to feel safe in their own skin first? <laughs> this is pretty simple. You meet people exactly where they're at. You don't force anything. You don't expect anything. You let your students know that whatever experience they are having, it is the right one. Of course, within a yin yoga class, I always encourage people to allow themselves to feel, to surrender, to let go of what the mind wants and to listen to what the body is offering. Especially for people who come along who've never heard of the concept of emotions being held in their body, it's up to us as yin yoga teachers and yoga teachers and maybe fitness people in general to educate the people in front of us. And that is part of holding space, offering suggestions for what might happen and letting people know that their experience, whatever it is, is the right one. And of course, there is that caveat here that if someone is experiencing pain, they need to adjust, they need to change something. But they don't need, you don't need to push anything down or force anything to happen. You and the people in front of you are safe to have your own experience, whatever it is. That is how you hold space. It is not about forcing an outcome, forcing an expectation for a practice. It is about the safety of people or the way that people feel safe to have their own experience. And 
as a yin yoga teacher, a yoga teacher, cultivating that safe space for people to have their own experience, whatever it is. So that's my little piece on holding space in yin yoga. I would love it if you find me on Instagram at the yin method. I'm on there fairly regularly having a bit of fun these days. So follow me at the yin method. You can find me on my website, theyinmethod.com. If you'd like to get in touch, please do email me. Theyinmethod at gmail.com is my email address. I would love for you to sign up for my free Yin Yoga Basics Masterclass. So totally free. Head to the link in the show notes to sign up to my mailing list and then get that sent straight to you. And enjoy. I will catch you again very, very soon. Thanks for being here. Bye.